Welcome to The Kitchen Table, a podcast about where business is done. So pull up a chair and join your host, Ken Baden. All right, welcome back to another episode of The Kitchen Table Podcast, where business is done. We've got a condensed episode because this young man here, Brandon, Mailbox Money B, by the way, one of my good buddies, good friend of mine, a local Maryland boy, but a massive success. My brother has amassed, I mean, close to a billion dollars in real estate. I mean, is that that's accurate, right, Brandon? No, I've done over a billion dollars in real estate sales. We've probably got, um, I don't know, over a hundred million under management in real estate, and we probably have what we own is probably somewhere around. 50-ish million in today's valuation of what we actually own in real estate. So the reason why I wanted to get, and that's crazy impressive, by the way, but the reason I wanted to get Brandon on is if you guys haven't noticed, things have been super awesome, right? And we've got the kitchen table, which is where business is done. We've got a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of young people. And I wanted to get my friend on because honestly, he's the only person that I trust, period. I mean, it's really hard to trust people to A, invest in. And if you're interested in investing with Brandon, how can they how can they reach out to you? Uh, Facebook DM, um, you know, just shoot me a DM and then I can kind of talk about what we have, what we do, things like that. And that's Brandon Brittingham, but it'll be in the show notes. So, yeah. And I say that because, dude, these are, these are scary times. And so what are some of the things, Brandon, I wanted to have one of the best that I possibly know. And he is arguably, first of all, I believe they're top five, if not number four in the entire United States right out of Salisbury, Maryland. So that's something to be damn proud of. But what can we do investing in real estate? What's the smart player? What are a couple actionable strategies that people can do with what's coming up that is a smart play in real estate versus something that you advise against given the current conditions, the current market? Like what's the safe play? So I think number one, when it comes to investing in real estate, um, everybody overcomplicates it. They make it more difficult than it needs to be. I mean, ultimately, at the end of the day, if you buy real estate and you hold it long term, uh, it's going to go up in value. You know, if you get a mortgage on it, the principal balance is going to go down. There's a depreciation in all kinds of tax plays, if you understand that side of it. So number one, you know, it's got to make sense from a cash flow standpoint, right? So um, you don't want to go out and buy anything that, you know, you got to write a check to, uh, you know, have it every month. You want the rent that you can rent it for, whether it's a single family, a multifamily, whatever the case is, to be able to cover it. And, you know, there's, 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 in my opinion, there's so many different ways to buy real estate and be successful. There's a number of ways to invest. I mean, typically, uh, from the Would very you suggest, by the way, not to interrupt you, but buying versus investing currently, or does that matter more like what you have to work with? So, I mean, you know, I think multifamily and storage units are two of the safest places to put your money long term. When you first start, um, unless you have a substantial amount of liquid capital, uh, <clears throat> going to buying an apartment building is not the easiest thing in the world to do. Um, same with buying a mini storage. So, you know, we, I bought a lot of single family before I got into multifamily. What I learned in single family prepared me to buy multifamily, right? But 
like even if you're like you know i'm not going to go invest in real estate at a ridiculous scale if you buy say 10 single family houses and you hold them and they eventually become paid off give you the best analogy i can let's just say that you buy them they're three hundred thousand dollars a piece they end up being paid off in the time that you own them they probably double in value um that's that's a that's reality that happens it's happened to me where over a 15 or 20 year period even less but let's just be conservative let's just say you held them for 15 years they doubled in value you paid them off <clears throat> um you got a three three million dollar asset that's now six million dollar asset right and you know let's just say you're getting fifteen hundred dollars a month in rent you know your rent usually doubles over time so then now you're getting three thousand dollars a month so now you've got a six thousand dollar or six million dollar asset paid off that's bringing you in three thousand per door per month and you're not keeping all that because you got some expenses but let's just say that you keep 1500 of it and you own 10 properties that's 15 grand a month you got residual income and you got a six million dollar asset so and that is if you only bought 10 houses i believe just about everybody in the world can meticulously invest to get tingles 10 single family houses and then there's other there's other ways to do it where like you do with me and, and some of our other investors where, you know, if you want to be completely passive, you find somebody who's really good at it like me and you invest your money and then you make a return on your money. I think the biggest thing is <clears throat> what you have to understand is we've been taught wrong about money, you know, where we've been taught like save your money and put it in the bank and, you know, putting your money in the bank, what happens is you just lose value, right? Mm-hmm loses value every day. So um, nothing wrong with the stock market. Um, You know, I just, I believe in real estate more because it's made, it's produced and made me more wealth and and helped me do a lot of things. And I like the safety of it, but you have to invest your money somehow. I think real estate is a great play to do it. I think it's safe. Um, You got to do it with somebody that knows what they're doing. And, you know, you just don't want to jump into it and do something stupid, but if you can buy assets that cover the debt or you can invest with someone like me who knows what they're doing, then, you know, you can get into a safe real estate vehicle and, you know, get a great return. Yeah. that And then, so how, how low, I mean, we all know the real estate, well, excuse me, the market as a whole is currently struggling, but yeah. is the play, I mean, what would you suggest right now for somebody who's, scared and going into the winter you know what's this is it buying or investing what would you recommend either of the two if they're if they've got the capital buy single family or would you wait and say look single family is not really the move or the play and if you don't have the capital or the liquid to go get multifamily or a storage unit then invest with somebody like myself and get your guaranteed eight percent what would you suggest currently with the current market conditions where are we putting our money so it's you know to be honest with you it's personal it is it is personal um choice right so so here's the thing um you have to understand when you when you own assets then there is a level of management even if you get somebody like me who can manage the assets for you it is some brain damage 
Um, I mean, I don't mean that in a negative way, but, you know, it is, you know, it is something else you have to pay attention to and be part of, which there's nothing wrong with that. But you have to understand that that that's a reality. Right. Um, If you truly just want to be passive, um, you can put your money into something like with us and just get residual income. Now, I personally believe you should do both to be diversified. But what you have to understand is when you go to buy assets, Number one, if you're successful at doing something else, like you're in the roofing business, right? Right. You don't want to manage property, right? Uh, you want somebody like me that can manage it for you. So I think number one, if you go to buy assets and you're going to own assets, and let's just say that you're not in a market where Brandon can manage your properties, then you want to make sure whoever manages your properties, you can trust and they got a great track record. And you can really do some diligence on them to make sure that you're protected because the biggest part of the asset is the management once you own it. Hmm. You know, the other side, if you're just like, you know, I don't want to do any of that shit. I just want to go passive. That makes sense too. But I personally believe that you should do both. That's just wow. my opinion. Last question, Brandon, because I know you got to run, brother. If it's me, and I'm a great example because I am brand new at this. You know, I just bought my first home and my wife and I, because of that, I inherited her. So now I have two properties one of which I'm currently living in, but we do want to make that over the next couple of years. Uh, how did you, how did you inherit your wife? Is this like med med medieval times? <laughs> I inherited a property through my yeah. wife. Yeah. Uh, but because of that, now we have this one, we have two properties. One we're going to put renters in one that we're currently living in. And eventually we'll put renters in that as well. But what I'm saying is yeah. a, you know, would you suggest, Hey, go, yeah, go get another house. Right. Cause Suman was like, look, dude, you need to get six houses in the next six months. And I was all geeked up to do that. And I believe that that is the play, but you know, she was just like, Whoa, dude, like we need to kind of, she's not as, uh, what's the word I'm looking for risk versus I am. Right. So sure, yeah. what's the next move, man? What would you do? Like, okay, you're just, you got your first house. That's great. Now you've got your wife's house. Am I buying a couple more houses? And then I'm, should I have someone like you managing those properties so to your point? You know, you put renters in there. That sounds like a nightmare to me, right? Yeah, I didn't even you know that. You, yeah. You certainly don't want to do it with the, it, you know, managing property is a full-time job. Yeah. You know, so you don't want to do it. Uh, you want someone else to do it so that it's not taking away from what it is that you do and what you're good at. So you find a property management company, you put some people in it, you pay them. And if you break even, it's a win. As the cost uh, no, is being paid off of. I, I mean, I would I would try to, you know, you want to bake actual cash flow into it. I mean, okay. on one single family house, it's not going to be much, but um, you want cash flow in it because you don't you don't want it to be a break even, and you can buy okay. assets that aren't a break even. Um, and you know, if you if you got some cash flow baked into the assets, that cash flow is only going to grow over time, and that's going to help you with expenses or whatever the case is. Okay. Well, beautiful, man. Listen, I know that you are a very, very busy man. I appreciate you jumping on. We actually had some technical difficulties and he still hung in here with us because he's my boy. You know what I mean? So not everybody gets this kind of time, but we really appreciate you, brother. I mean, this is not the easiest and it's not looking like it's going to get any better. I mean, do you have any comment on that? Like over the next year, two years, anything? Well, I, so I think with investing, I think what happens is people get overwhelmed because they think they, they got to own a thousand houses before they own one. And it's kind of like you just got to start, right? So you just start, right? So you, you started, you invested with us, right? We've got another deal coming that we're going to get you in on. 
Um, and then you'll start buying single families or whatever else works, right? So you just start, you get one, you learn it, you get another one, you keep going. See, the thing is, when you get really smart with this, this is what wealthy people do. They buy cash flowing assets and they never sell them. And when they need money, they pull equity out of them and they don't pay taxes and they use uh, things like real estate to leverage things like depreciation and cost segs to limit their tax liability. I mean, real estate is a tool of the wealthy. I mean, that's what it's used for. And, you know, I think the the latest statistic is 90% of all millionaires came from real estate. Wow. So, you know, it, you it's, that. it's 90% it's, of all millionaires came from real estate. So it's a safe place to park your money if you know what you're doing and you learn about it, but it's not, it's not that difficult. And in my opinion, people overcomplicate it because they think they need to own a hundred houses or a thousand houses or whatever before they even own one. And my advice is just, just start, like start the process. You know what I mean? Start investing in real estate, learn the process, get one house, get two houses, you know, get a duplex, get a quadplex, get a triplex, whatever the case is, you know, just start building the portfolio or if you're like, you know, owning real estate scares me, I, I don't think it should, then you, you find someone that's good with a good track record of a lot of wins under their belt of paying their investors timely and, and paying what they said they would, which is someone like us. And then you invest passively. I couldn't yeah. recommend that more, by the way. And that's the last thing I have to say is if you want to do that, I sincerely, I don't know many people that I try. I don't know anybody, actually. I've never invested anything with anybody outside of in myself other than Brandon Brittingham. So, and this is not why he's on here, by the way, I'm just sincerely, I get nothing for this, but I can tell you that if you're interested in investing with someone that you can trust, Brandon is that person. I love you, brother. And, Thank you so and much. And right now I'll say this before we, we close out. If you can find an asset in today's current interest rate market that will pencil out with today's rates, it's only going to get better. So that's just because a lot of people are like, well, you know, I'm scared to buy right now. And it's like, well, shit, if you buy right now and you can make it make sense in seven and a half fucking eight percent interest rates, then when we go back to five, it's just going to be that much better. You see what I'm saying? Because you can refinance, and, right? Correct. And you're getting the benefit of the softness of the market. Um you know, at, at seven and a half, eight percent rate. So you probably get a better deal now today mm. than, you know, when rates go back down to five and everybody's buying. So if you can find something now that makes sense, I think over the next year, you know, 16, 18 months, there's gonna be a ton of opportunity to buy. So yeah. just start, you know, pay attention and just start. Well, you heard it here, man, the next 18 months and it's not likely to get much better, but it, you, that's the, how you look at it, right? Because you could look at it like this is a buying opportunity. Just hey, like when, things, when things are bad, that's when I love buying. That's right. And this is how this man amassed his wealth. Brother, thank you so much for coming on and giving us some insight because you know we're clueless, man. We're just, we're, we're sales guys over here, dude. I mean, some of us might be real estate, but I'm trying to learn from you. I very much appreciate you guiding us on where we should be putting our money currently in this market. I love you to death, man. I wish you nothing but the best. And I will continue to invest with you. And I'm uh, looking forward to learning from you. And I will be there on Thursday to learn from you in person in Texas. Awesome. Yes, yes. sir. Same. Love brother. you, my it's man. Exciting. You too, brother. All right. See you guys. 
Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. We sure do appreciate it. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. And if you feel so inclined, please leave us a review. It is how new people find the show. Until next time, remember, there's always a seat at the table for business.